Hello, Capital Wasteland. And we're in Capital Wasteland. Yes, we are. Like it's all it's Borderlands all over again, or Fallout, or whichever game it is for. Sorry, it literally was been trying to figure this out for the past twenty minutes. like to hear me what? Swarm. It's on recording. <laughs> I was saying it through you. You are like someone that likes to see you squirm. Okay, you know what? That was... You threw me on the spot. <laughs> Give me a second here. So, um, we were talking about uh, some of the uh, main issues with uh, current traditions. And it just uh, it came up because we were talking about how um, we don't want to see another cancelled Halloween. Uh, uh, we got, uh, what, do you, what happened last year? <laughs> yeah, last year, uh, last year we had a Halloween uh, storm, and so uh, our mayor decided to cancel the Halloween festivities, advising people to stay home. And then the following day we had a windstorm, which brought down power lines and everything, so uh, basically all of Halloween was cancelled. So that's why we came up and we were thinking about we don't want that to happen again because of the pandemic. Uh, obviously, people are going to be wanting to um, avoid going door to door, house to house, collecting candies. So and I was just thinking about how, like, perhaps um, we could change certain traditions to not just in light of the pandemic, but in light of just where we are as a people nowadays um, to better reflect, uh, you know, the, the safety concerns, obviously. But also, you know, just logical <laughs> changes in how we should behave with one another. Um, you know, one example for um, pre-pandemic even is blowing on candles. I don't think that uh, there's really any adult that looks at that practically that doesn't think that's pretty gross. <laughs> um, but in light of the pandemic, uh, that's even quite dangerous. So, you know, removing these types of traditions and replacing them somewhat. It doesn't even have to be a big replacement. You know, instead of having... Um, tons of candles representing all this other the age and all that on a cake you can have simply one candle on one piece of cake already pre-cut for the individual that we're singing for um, and the same thing goes for um, Halloween you know we can have a, um, a, a still going from house to house but instead of going door to door ringing the doorbell people can just simply take pride in, 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 in decorating their households and then people dressing up and greeting each other on the streets and you know just uh, people yeah, 
generally just uh, enjoying that type of atmosphere. And I think that block Halloween parties could become a really popular thing if we move in that direction. I can just imagine the mayor making another announcement similar to last year, except this year will be cancelled Halloween trick-or-treat. Yeah, and, and that's another thing that we realize is that there's actually two Halloweens. There's the children's Halloween, going door-to-door with candies, and then there's the adult Halloween, which is usually going out with friends or, or going to a party. Um, the adult Halloween, in light of the pandemic, will still be able to continue, most likely, um, you know, even with some social distancing or moving the parties outdoors. But the children's Halloween is going to be the one that suffers. So there needs to be some form of change, some type of adaptation, um, so that we don't cause more unneeded suffering for the children, especially in a, in a hollow, holiday that a lot of them really look forward to, you know. Um, so, yeah. Well, thank you. I, I suppose that's why we're talking about uh, ways of modernizing traditions. Um, uh, definitely, there's reasons to to probably slow down on the whole trick-or-treating uh, habit that we've had year after year. Nobody seems to really question it, even we're blowing candles before. And then until the pandemic has hit us, and now we're starting to rethink that maybe there's smarter ways of, of celebrating these holidays. Exactly. Well, uh, I, even, I think another example even would be something, uh, a similar ethical reason, but not related to the pandemic, is... Um, when we cut down trees for Christmas. This is a strange tradition. A lot of people think that, yes, there's these areas of zones where they're, they're dedicated to these tree areas. But, you know, I've been to some of these areas before. They're, they're cut pretty, pretty deep in, and it takes sometimes 20 years or so for these trees to grow back. Uh, so it is an odd tradition. One year, what we did, actually, is we just decorated one of our plants. You know, it was a North Folk Island pine, and uh, it was beautiful decorated, you know. So uh, I don't see a reason why we can't still enjoy almost very, very similar things, just with slight alterations that doesn't uh, cause attacks to either ourselves or the planet. And actually, we might be causing less, uh, we might be reducing harm to ourselves and less uh, health bills by actually not pumping so much candy into our children during the Halloween tradition. Yes, I know we're getting a lot of hate probably right now from the candy industry. <laughs> Trying to candyless Halloween is definitely a <laughs> difficult sell for anyone. But uh, And I don't even think that that's what's needed. You know, There can be still some candy, but it could be a reasonable portion of candy that your parents simply buy for you, you know, for that, for that activity. Um, it doesn't have to be collected from all the random people in your surroundings that most of us don't even know. <laughs> so. It doesn't have to be a competition either. I, I know that I'm, I myself, we all grew up as kids probably. Um, I mean, the culture here in North America, particularly, because I, I can't say it's the same everywhere else in the world, but I think it's ingrained with a lot of kids with the expectations now that it's a competition to always seek out for the biggest bag around the block, right? And again, this is... Um, this is a this is an unhealthy habit that we've had in uh, in our culture where obesity is an issue because of the overconsumption of sugar in general. Certainly, some uh, some research has already been done, and some things are obvious, like obesity and and uh, not stuffing a ridiculously huge amount of candy down a child's throat once a year. Um, but yeah, there needs to be some um, some research on, on even lesser known issues. 
but uh, a lot of these traditions, you know, they, they have sometimes very uh, meaningful, um, meaningful gatherings for a lot of us. Uh, a lot of holidays are very important for people. So I'm not really suggesting that we give up any of these holidays. I'm simply saying just with a slight alteration, we can make them healthier, safer, and uh, good for the planet. Does anybody ever question how these traditions started in the first place? Later on in this episode, we'll be discussing a bit of a history of how this tradition all started and how the urban legend started with... Oh, you might get a razor in your candy as well. (laughs) The risk will take, right? To to accept certain things from strangers, but... There are, some tra- there are some traditions that we do appreciate, though, as we mentioned, like pumpkin carving. Yes. It really brings out our creativity. Pumpkin carving. I, I, I fully, fully endorse people decorating their homes. Um, I think that's a wonderful tradition. I, I don't see a problem in why that shouldn't continue. Thank you. And listeners, there's, a, there's an extra button on this page here. If you'd like to share a recipe and submit one you may and i will read it out to the at the next uh, episode so uh, just let us know and i'll read it out and i'll try out your recipe so that's very exciting thank you for listening